Liverpool Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Welcome to another episode of the Paul Leslie Hour. I hope you all are enjoying your summer thus far. And on this episode, I'm going to be pulling out another interview from the archives. This has been quite a process. To tell you a little bit of backstory, I have this huge bin full of CDs of interviews. They were broadcast on the radio once or twice, never to be heard again. Such is this interview with Colby Calais. Most of the people who I have interviewed have not been exactly what you would call pop. Most of the people I've interviewed are kind of off the beaten path, if you will. More folk, country, just more obscure people. That's partially because of the fact that my interests tend to be off mainstream. Colby Calais would be one of the exceptions. She is a pop rock singer-songwriter. I have seen her in concert, and I enjoyed it. We weren't given a lot of time with her, but nonetheless, I think some of you might enjoy listening to this. It's from maybe nine years ago. Anyhow, let's get into it. Enjoy, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure we welcome our special guest, singer, songwriter, recording artist, Miss Colby Calais. Thanks so much for making the time to do this. Of course. Who is Colby Calais? Who is Colby Calais? Well, I'm a 24-year-old girl from Southern California, and I grew up in love with singing and learned how to play guitar and piano and started writing songs when I was 19. What songwriters and musicians influenced you the most as an artist? Well, growing up, when I first heard Lauren Hill sing with the Fugees, I fell with her voice, and ever since then, I wanted to be a singer. And I love John Mayer's albums. I love the way he writes. I love Fleetwood Mac. I love hip-hop music, like Bone Thugs, Notorious B.I.G. I love all different styles of music, and I think combining all of that and taking the aspects, like from Bob Marley, reggae music, where it's mellow and relaxing, like I like to incorporate all that in the songs that I write. Speaking of Bob Marley, you've had the opportunity to work with some very talented individuals in the industry. Jason Mraz, and then you also recorded with the Whalers. Who have you been the most proud to share a bill with, record with, or perform with? Oh, wow. I mean, I've got to perform with Wyclef Jean. I got to write and uh, record a song with Taylor Swift. I got to go on tour with John Mayer and the Goo Dolls. Getting to write and record and play shows with Jason Mraz is amazing. All of those, I don't know which one will top the other. I do know that I think my favorite performance ever was when I was in Portugal with Jason Mraz, and we played in front of 25,000 people at this festival show, and we sang our song Lucky together, and the whole crowd was singing every word that we could hardly hear ourselves. That was one moment where I just didn't want to get off that stage. I was having such a great time. Speaking of Jason's, a lot of your songs are co-written by a gentleman named Jason Reeves. I met Jason when I was... I think I was like 19 and a half or maybe 20. He came to L.A. to record with my producer, and the first night we met, we wrote a song together just because we had nothing else to do. We both liked writing, and we both just, I guess, felt comfortable enough to write in front of each other. And ever since then, we've honestly become like brother and sister, like best friends. Every song I write, I play to him, or every song he writes, he plays to me, and we help each other work through the, the hard ones that we can't finish on our own. 
now we record together and write together, and I played a show with him last night. Like, we're just great friends. And what inspires you to write songs? Whatever I go through in life, every day it's, it's something different. I mean, on my new album, Breakthrough, I wrote songs about me falling in love and also about me falling out of love with someone. And things that I go through when I'm growing up or watching people around me, friends or family, experience something, whether it's good or bad, and going through a hard situation, I it affects me in some way. It's like therapy, and I, I write and I sing about it and I express it in that way. You know, I saw you performing at uh, the Variety Playhouse in Atlanta. You put a lot of heart into the performance, and I could tell when you were singing that you meant it. So when someone listens to your music in concert or on a CD, what do you hope that the listener gets out of the experience? Well, thank you. I know that when I listen to artists that I love and their songs, they take my mind away from whatever worries I have going on in my head, and they make me feel good, and some of them can make me happy, and some songs can make me cry. And I think that whatever you're looking for at that moment, whatever that person needs, I hope that my song or songs can do that for them. It can help them get through a breakup or realize they're in love with someone. I want them to be able to relate to my music and know that they're not the only one going through whatever situation they're going through in life. Our special guest is singer-songwriter Colby Calais. Miss Calais, do you have a song that is most meaningful to you? Yeah. Well, off my first album, Coco, my song Battle, I wrote that one all by myself, and I wrote it about a, a family feud that was going on and how it was affecting everyone in my family for so many years. No one could be completely honest with each other, and I, I wanted to express that, asking why, why we can't be sorry and why we can't get past it and why things can't be okay. And for anyone out there, if they were fighting with a family member, if they were going through a breakup or a divorce or having a bad day, I wanted that to help them get through their pain. And off my new album, Breakthrough, I think one of my favorite songs is I Never Told You. And I wrote that about this guy that I was with for two years and I ended up breaking up with him and broke his heart. And uh, after I went on tour again and I, I started missing him and his blue eyes and every everything we do together, every time we'd sleep at night. And they were all the things that I never told him. And I, I sang it to him in this song. You've got a lot of fans. You've sold a good deal of recordings. And you've been a success in the music industry, and that's a business that's hard to make it in. You're clearly someone who has lived your dreams. But are there any dreams that have not yet been fulfilled? Well, I would love to perform at the Grammys someday. I want to continue writing songs for other people, and I'd like to produce artists someday. So those are things that I look forward to in the future. I love photography. I love painting. I love everything that has to do with art and expressing yourself in some form. That's what I, I want to continue to do and just keep learning in, in each situation. One of the things about touring is you get to meet so many different people. Who do you want to meet that you have not yet in the music business? I am dying to meet Lauren Hill. And I don't even have to meet her. I just want to hear her sing live. She's my favorite artist. I love her voice, and if I would get the chance to see her sing a song live in front of me for five minutes, I would be so happy, and I would be fine the rest of my life. I was talking to an intern that we have here. Her name is Ashton Pike, and she's just an immense fan of yours. And we were talking about the album Breakthrough, and we both had a song that we mutually liked. We both, our favorite song on that album was Rainbow. So tell us about oh, that song. Yay. It's a great song. Thank you. I love that. That's actually one of my favorites as well. That song my dad produced, 
And I wrote it when I was in Hawaii this last January with Jason Reed. We were sitting outside, and it was the first week that we were in Hawaii, and it was just rainy and, and kind of cold. And all we wanted was the sun to come out, and when the sun comes out and it's raining, that's when a rainbow forms. And we were wanting this, and we were on my friend's property, this huge green grass acres going, going, going. And this huge rainbow formed, and uh, we started writing about the rainbow and, and wondering what's on the other side, like where it ends. And then we turned it into a love song and talking about when you haven't met the person that you are meant to be with yet, they're somewhere out there in the world, and they're on the other side of that rainbow, and it's the journey to get to them. Very lovely. When you look back at your career in the music industry, what are you most proud of? I'm proud of everyone who's helped me get to where I'm at, where it started from my parents encouraging me to learn how to play an instrument and write songs, and then my friends for putting my songs up on MySpace, and my manager and my record label for believing in me, and my fans for continuing to come to my shows and buy my records. It's hard to believe that all this has happened. I've wanted to be a singer my entire life. I couldn't be happier. Is there anything on the horizons with Colby Calais? Well, I go back on tour in a couple weeks for December. I'm going to be touring around the state doing some Christmas radio shows. I'm going to be presenting at the AMAs in uh, a couple weeks on the 22nd of November. Those are the things coming up that are close. I have two final questions. I'm dead serious. I really want to know the answer to this. What is your all-time favorite meal? It's a toss-up between Mexican food and sushi. This show goes out all over the world. Some of the people who are listening to this are your fans, but some of them may be hearing your music for the first time. In closing, what would you like to say to all of the people listening in, wherever they may be? Well, I would like to say hello to you all, wherever you are in the world. I really hope that you enjoy my music and that it can bring happiness and a calm sense over you. I, I know that music is supposed to make you feel good and, and take your worries away. So if you can relate to my songs and it can do that for you, then, then I have done my job. And I, I really hope that you enjoy it. That's very lovely. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, Colby Kelly. Thank you, Paul. Thanks so Bye. much. See you later. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. The Paul Leslie Hour is hosted, produced, and written by Paul Leslie for Lifestyles Entertainment and Media. The Paul Leslie theme song composed, recorded, and produced by Jeff Pike. Outro music composed, recorded, and produced by John Goodwin, originally appearing in the short film Malukas and Vulnerable Jelly Things. Please consider subscribing to the Paul Leslie Hour, and if you like us, give us a review. It'll help other people to find this content. All past interviews are also available on YouTube. For more information, you can visit thepaulleslie.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Paul Leslie. Thanks for listening. Be good. <laughs>